Excuse me, garçon. Yes, monsieur. There seems to be a problem with uh, my wife and I's soup, the soup that we're having on this lovely dinner the date. The soup du jour, if you will. In this fine... Establishment? Uh, restaurant. Mm -hmm. And what would the problem be? There seems to be a podcast in my soup. Ugh. <laughs> Jane, this is a sound test. That's Juan. He's projecting. Oh, uh, but we've established that's a good thing. Apparently. And this is me. I'm also here yeah, John's at also the end of the table. Here. This is going to be my projecting voice if I can try to do this the entire episode. I think you can. You've got the lungs for it. I think we're yeah. going to just have to learn how to naturally project. I've also noticed lungs. listening to podcasts that I really like that they speak in a way that you don't like naturally speak. When I'm having a conversation with somebody, it's like relatively monotone, but they are used to like oh, intonation, and yeah, intonation, and so. <laughs> if we try <laughs> to do that, that would be phenomenal. Like that yodeling kid at Walmart. <laughs> you know, I got through the entire first half of the year not ever seeing that. I still have not seen that video. It's been out for a year. Like yeah, it was at Coachella. Out for months. Of he was. He was. Jesus. Yeah, it's garbage. He's probably getting a little too big for his britches at this point. Dumbass. He was too big for his britches when he was yodeling in Walmart. Yeah. Where does he get off? Sorry. Little shithead. Yeah. He got bus stop to, to elementary school. Piece of garbage. Kid. He's probably a good kid. I don't know. I mean, he was disrupting the public thinking that he was all talented with yodeling. That's true. He was him. creating a fire hazard because people were coming to watch him. And like, what if there was a fire and people were like, oh, I can't get out because people are watching this stupid kid. Because I'm sure he would continue yodeling through the fire. <laughs> There's a fire. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I got to I could beat that kid in a competition. Wow, we just found your hidden talent. Bring we me no his idea. head on the platter. Did you spit? Like this is the kind of stuff that needs to be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I did spit a little. It It's an audio medium, so it would have been great if Jane didn't feel the need to. Well, that's exactly <clears throat> why I decided to verbally call you out, because our audience couldn't see how right. big of an idiot. Well, we're having a bit of a social crisis here, but the world of food is having a much bigger crisis. But yeah, honestly, there's kind of a lot of weird stuff going on in the world of food. Um, Tell me about it, Juan. Alright, John. <laughs> it's a lot, guys. It's a lot. He's a lot. That's okay. Um, well, first, uh, from the, let's see, what is my news source today? Because I like attribution. Uh, the New York Post comes mm -hmm. uh, this riveting headline. Alleged mobster known as... Porky, I'm doing air quotes, everybody, uh, says prison food is killing him. Uh, and this guy, Porky, uh, a.k.a. John Zancocio, am I saying that right? Aptly named. Our resident Italian lady, possibly. First of all, I don't know. I don't speak Italian. Wait. Second of all, it sounds fine. What was his name? Porky. John Porky Zancocio. <laughs> no, the like the Italian that, right? part, not the, okay. not the Porky part. Okay, fair enough. That's that's pretty easy to pronounce. I think that's actually French. Uh, Zancocio or Zancocio? 
Huh. I like hockey. Like gnocchi, like, like the pasta. In any case, it's uh, pronounced uh, gnocchi first of all. Oh, right. the chicken gnocchi. Is it gnocchi? It's pronounced. Gnocchi. I'm just saying it wrong this whole time. John Porky Zancocio uh, was recently complaining that uh, the prison food is not really working out for him. Wow, that's such a unique complaint. Yeah, this loan shark. Let's see what he's guilty for. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, and you got to love the lead uh, from the New York Post. An accused wise guy known as Porky who got tossed in jail because he couldn't lay off the lasagna. That's a little what hurtful. What does that mean? That's, that's body shaming, I think. Yeah, that's pretty uh, Now says prison food is killing him. Uh, this 60-year-old says his already fragile health has been on decline since he was tossed into Manhattan's Metropolitan Correctional Center. I, I just want to interject. The fact that crime families and mob bosses is still a thing... Uh, it's a little scary to me, to be perfectly honest, because I thought that was just the stuff of, like, movies, like, I think it's pretty The dope. Dark Knight. Well, according to, uh, Joe Marangolo, uh, equally wow. hard to pronounce last name, maybe he's a part of the family, uh, that's, that's Porky's lawyer, uh, the dietary regimen at the MCC, which consists nearly entirely of sugar and carbohydrates, dangerously exasperates his condition. Um, that is shocking that prison food is not nutritious. Right. I'm not gonna blame him, but maybe, uh... Don't go to prison. Mm, yeah. Compelling don't, point. That's victim don't blaming. Yeah. Well, I Are mean, you a victim for being put in jail? Yeah. Now? I mean, unless they're like wrongfully accused of something, but I mean, if you're in jail, you probably did something wrong. I feel wrong. like if I was innocent um, and I was put in jail, I wouldn't be complaining about the food as much as I would be complaining about being in jail. <sighs> victim blaming. Not victim blaming. Uh, I don't think you know The alleged bookmaker and loan <laughs> shark, a cancer survivor. Yeah, you feel bad now, don't oh, you? Wow, okay. With chronic diabetes. That's in quotes. Uh, okay, now I <laughs> Now I kind of feel that. <laughs> has been suffering from numbness in his leg, and uh, the prison medical staff have detected a spot in his lung, which uh, it, they then failed to follow up on, his lawyer said. So um, his bail was set at $1 million, which he actually did violate and was thrown in federal prison mm-hmm. uh, because, get this, uh, he was at a restaurant um, getting some food, saying hello to the, the cousins, uh, mm-hmm. and also a bakery as well, uh, to greet people. Once again, that's uh, air quotes that I'm doing, guys. Um, to greet people, and he was thrown in jail for that. So he could face up to 40 years of uh, really bad food. Um, so Wait, what? 60 years old, bad diet, already cancer survivor, yeah, chronic diabetes. Cancer, diabetes, I just feel like he's probably already on his last leg. And I know... The last numb leg. <laughs> we've already covered this, I feel, more than enough, but, I mean, you can't really complain about the conditions of prison. Just don't go to prison. Wait, what did, what did that guy go to jail for? He's like a loan shark and bookie and racketeering and all those fun mob words that you hear in movies. What does racketeering mean? <sighs> that's that's the movie about the, the the mouse that cooked the food. Ratatouille? Mm, yeah. Good. Swing and a miss. Yeah. <laughs> Swing and a miss of the racket, that is. Ha! Still a miss. <laughs> I say let's move on. Alright, anyways. <laughs> hey, did you guys hear that thing about Denny's? Good. Just, Good. Just no, because I'm about to tell you to you. You better not, because it's a doozy. All right. Um, yeah, so Denny's trying to get into the whole uh, burger thing, that, uh, trying to follow IHOP and the whole IHOP thing, which is, oh, I thought God. was kind of interesting. More burgers. It's a, I like burgers. If there's anything this country needs, it's clearly more, more burger burgers. restaurants. Yeah. I just feel like, I don't know that there's a way to stand out anymore. I think Denny's actually had burgers already, but they're just kind of emphasizing their menu more, kind of like IHOP did. I guess so. Yeah. No, I thought IHOP did a complete, like, revamp of everything. They, they did, offered. but here's the thing. No, it's just, like, a limited time. And right? I've got 
I've got uh, a bit of background on that that really pisses me off about their change back to IHOP. It's all a publicity stunt. Um, I was actually doing a project for a marketing class, and uh, you had to kind of revamp their uh, integrated marketing campaign. That's the buzzword that we use the whole class. And the idea was we're, we're going to take what they were doing right, what they were doing wrong, and just basically make a plan for them. Mm-hmm. And so, cool, that's, that's a pretty uh, fun assignment, um, in-depth assignment. And so I went about it. I wrote, I squeezed out six or seven pages, don't know how, of really just saying the word uh, international IHOP, no, international, international house, house of, of burgers and international house of pancakes. Really stretching that out, not mm-hmm. condensing it to IHOP or anything, or IHOP like I could. That's what Just the seven pages came That out. That word count, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I thought it was always obvious that it was just a publicity sign. Yeah, but... but people figured it out, I was like... Tell you, the guy who was that? doing his paper at 11.59 when it's due at 12 that... Uh, but the, there was a part two to that paper, and it was basically the same thing, like just elaborate on what you already wrote. Nine pages this time. But then I read the news story as I was about to do it, last minute, mind you, uh, that they, oh, it was all a stunt, guys. Oh, just kidding. We're changing back to IHOP. Do you think that that was just because of the ridiculous backlash that they got? I mean, there were even other restaurants, like, trolling them on social media, making fun of them for, like, rolling out this burger menu and stuff. You know, Wendy's had that heat, that, that roast game. A lot of people did. Yeah. Like, Burger King, I think, came after that. Yeah. Like, so many people. Pancake King, they were calling mm-hmm. themselves. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it I think it was a publicity. That's always the easy thing to say of, like, oh, yeah, guys, this is our plan all along but literally uh, that was like their version of just going psych <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> i thought it was always like obvious really yeah it's like it's if you have like a, it's how long has ihop been around like ever since i was born i think basically. the 50s yeah you were born in yeah the 50s. so it's kind of mm-hmm. like say mcdonald's it's like i don't think and ihop is a well-established restaurant i don't think they're suddenly change their name yeah it was it was really hard to tell um because my thing was i kind of used the the measuring stick of my local ihop which didn't change its p to b perfectly mm. honest oh, i was yeah. a little pissed Good about that i was a little pissed about that so <laughs> you know i i i guess I, I just don't understand well denny's is kind of third choice in any lineup of breakfast places like Unless you got you were drunk and it's three uh, but then you go to waffle house though yeah but i grew up in a place where there was no waffle house that's probably for the best how are the crime rates <laughs> let's not talk about it okay fair enough fair enough uh but yeah so denny's i, I think they're just grasping at straws here just to kind of stay a little relevant mm-hmm. um you've got yes. the grand slam stick to that but i feel like everything that has been said about burgers has been said and that was an identity crisis review trademark but in any case, <laughs> uh, I think, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think either. Should we get a Denny's burger? I never eat a Denny's anyways. I don't care. Yeah, do we have a Denny's around here? I never eat at IHOP. I don't care. At this place that we live? You never eat at IHOP? They have loaded French toast. When I'm looking for a solid cheat day, or if you're like really hungover, which I no, you don't really. Anyway. Me huh? <laughs> what? I'm always hungry. Wink, wink. Uh, wink, wink, yeah. <laughs> Boing. <laughs> yeah, so, Denny's, what, what, what are you doing? What, what are get, you doing? Get a, uh, I just get don't understand what else, what else you're going to do with a burger um, to make it kind of, you know, the burger to get. Oh, did you ever watch Rocket Power? Uh, oh, yeah. I there, did. There's an episode where, like, they, they had a bunch of, uh, what was it? They had a bunch of uh, burger buns. And they had a bunch of hot dog wieners, and they're like, 
Mm. Oh, I don't have the patties or the hot dog buns. Let's just put them together and call them hot burgers. <laughs> hot uh, I was wondering where that's going. Yeah, I was. Uh, it paid off, I think. Did it? Nothing I love more Dude, than if a, there was a if there was a, a place, burger. I feel like if a place served a hot burger, people would buy just like, oh. A I've, swarm of millennials that grew up watching Rocket Heck World. yeah. Hella be there. Well, that and millennials are kind of the, the generation of like trend foods, I feel like. So, mm, but this is oh, not yeah. really like, this is, oh. Uh, cool. You got, you got a burger? Sick. Yeah. You're not going to put that on your Facebook thing of like, oh, i got to travel to like Turkey to get this, this Denny's burger. Denny's burger. burger. <laughs> I will say the picture of this burger right here, it looks pretty good. You guys can't see it, but it looks pretty good. It's in black and white, mind you. Yeah, but still, you, if it had color, I bet it. Maybe that's what the catch is. Maybe it is black and white? Oh. Mm. <laughs> that would be cool. Like, Casablanca. Oh. Oh, weird noise oh, classic TMC Academy Award winning burgers. Hopefully. TMZ TMC Academy Award winning. Turner Classic Movies. TCM. Hmm. Good. Good. Not TMZ. The movie. I thought you were saying TMZ. Oh, TMZ. I like yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Anyways, you basically... Oh, the, Jane, you got a story for us? I show do. That was a lot. Oh, Thank you. You just speaking that accent the whole time. I don't think I can. I don't know what it was. Oh. It just came out. It's just like a southern name. So according to USA Today. Say y'all a bunch of times. Y'all. There you y'all. go. Y'all. You all. You, you all. Okay. <laughs> Listen up. According to USA Today, Chipotle Mexican Grill has temporarily closed a restaurant in Ohio after customers reportedly fell ill after dining there. Um, they said that they were experiencing nausea and diarrhea. So what's the news? <laughs> You stole my joke. I did. I, yeah. But then again, we probably all stole it from like South Park. Truly, I think that's what mm. everyone was thinking as they heard the words coming out of my mouth was, what the fuck else is and new with Chipotle? the poop out of their butt. I just feel like everyone gets diarrhea after Chipotle. In fact, I would be concerned if I didn't feel sick after eating it. That's oh, part, wow. of the, part of the experience, I'd say, with any Mexican food, really. Is that racist? Mm. Uh, I'm a resident... Hey, your uh, food makes me poop. <laughs> Fix it. I'm your resident ethnically ambiguous, possibly Mexican uh, host, so I would I will deem that unracist. Thank you. Maybe racist later if I feel like I need leverage on you. Thank sure. you, Juan. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter. Juan, Juan, sorry, I'll bring it up like your, a white person. Sweets. But I'm not white. Yeah, it's, or am I? The this is can't be good for Chipotle coming off their equal I thing, which actually. Uh, Wait, what? Was it ever proven, though? I don't know. It was a couple years ago. I, th- I don't know if it's relevant, but I think it's kind of like the joke of, like, yeah. oh, you better not. I think they, like, took something off the menu for a while. Wait, they it was, like, one of their meats. Wait, what? Did you, were you not aware no, of this? No, what is this? Yeah, Chipotle, for a while, they, like, took Had one of their meat options, like, completely unavailable, and oh. the talk was that there was an E. coli scare. Oh, I think I it was carnitas? Carnitas? I get huh. so pretty But my thing is... I don't remember what my thing is. Cool. But well, the spokesperson, Laurie Shallow, huh, interesting, mm. um, said in an email that the latest scare was a, quote, isolated incident, to which I also say bullshit. Right. Because. Ha. Huh. <laughs> the only time I really ever stopped eating food, though, was back ever? in. Yeah, <laughs> ever. Just ever. Uh, was in the mid 2000s when that whole mad cow scare was going on and I was like I'm not gonna eat beef because I'm a scared little boy do you want to know something really strange I'm I actually do. not allowed to donate blood because my great uncle died of mad cow disease and apparently it stays in your bloodline that is the most inspiring thing I've ever heard thank you 
I can't wait for the biopic about your mad cow life. <laughs> oh, that should be the title. Your mad cow life. My mad cow life. But yeah, I, to be honest, I'm not going to stop eating at Chipotle. Yeah. I will take their word for it. I'll yeah. be a Chipotle shell. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this is giving fuel to the uh, the other side, Moe's hose, as I call them. Uh, I well, Chipotle those. offers queso now, so I've really the, the right. Moe's. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Okay, this is a different podcast now. <laughs> Chipotle's queso is shit. It is, but they offer it now. Am I going to go to Moe's where everything else is mediocre, but they have great queso, or am I going to go to Chipotle where everything else is great and the queso is? This is, and you might get no a disease. This is what you do. That is neither here. You go to Moe's, get their queso, then bring it to Chipotle and drizzle it on everything. How enormous of a human do you have to be to do that? I do that. Hey guys, I just want to let you guys know, listeners, that uh, we've actually decided to officially switch this podcast format over to um, exclusively Moe's Chipotle debate for the next 100 episodes. So. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Welcome to our TED Talk. Can I f- say TED Talk? That's copyrighted. I'm it doesn't matter. We're not making we'll believe it at this point. Well, you know. Yeah. You mean, was... you mean Med Talk. Yeah, welcome to my Ned Talk. Ned, there you go. I'm Ned Schneebly. So that is pretty enlightening from School of Rock. Yeah. Oh, oh you got that's it. right. School of Rock. Yes, hello. This is Nerd Schneebly. Yeah, so we're going to transition into our main portion of the episode, our main course of the episode. Ooh, the entree, if you will. We're gonna get to potatoes. We're going to get to know each other a little better, guys. And what better way to do that? It's with our real names. Okay. No, John. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, just a little bit about ourselves and the food we love and the food that made us, or at least made us fat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shapes. Uh, speak Porky would have something to say about that kind of language. Oh, John, are you trying mm. to say something about my weight? It's indiscriminate because we don't know what you even look like. The listeners don't know. We don't even know. <laughs> She's enormous. <laughs> oh, I can't say it. Um, but we're gonna get to know each other just a little bit through the food that helped make us fat, help yes. make us uh, forget about those awful breakups that mm. we maybe have had mm. that mm. we for, hope to never have again. For being mm. fat. Uh, okay. Comfort food is oh, what okay. he's oh, okay. really inarticulately trying to say. Okay. You're right. You're right. All right. Comfort food. There's probably better ways to say words. Um, there but we're going to each take a turn uh, presenting just a little bit about ourselves, uh, a food dish that we brought that comes from our culture, uh, our ethnicity, our race, our nationality, whatever you want to spend. We're at this point. You yeah, get it. Whatever seasoning you want to put on it. I'm just going to come up with a food analogy for everything. Is that okay oh, with you guys? You're like, really struggling to get it out. Jane, come on. It's not going to get old, it. I promise. Say what? Say what you want to say. Ah, I, I did. Nah, 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 so nah, nah, nah. we're each going to share a, a personal dish. Um, you want to go first? Yeah, you want to go first. Yeah, okay. Jane, what you got for us? Well, let me, I don't want them to have to hear, but... No, let oh, me that's hear. great for the audio. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was like. Should I go first? ASMR okay. podcast. Bags. <laughs> bags? All bags. Jane is about to open a plastic bag. ASMR. So, my family is Italian, as I believe I referenced earlier. Yes, yes you buddy, have mob the, connections. The E. coli guy. Hey, and that's not us just saying that. She said it. We're not e. being casual or racist. I can neither confirm nor deny my great-grandfather being in the mob. Or having mad cow. There is no mob. <laughs> They're just families, as I've been taught to say. Mm. Anyway, so, my mother's full-blooded Italian. Well, she's actually half Sicilian, half Italian, and there is a difference. So her mother is from Sicily, and she is from a city called Catania. And then my grandfather was born in a city in central Italy called Chieti. So, so and fancy. then thank you. Well, it's just Italian. 
which is fancy, I guess, inherently. And then my father, which I don't know very much about. I do know that he was half Italian and half Polish, but I don't claim the Polish part. Mm. But anyway, regardless, that means that I'm... Why? I like Cubasa. Are you embarrassed of it? Yeah. <laughs> That's Obviously. true. Wow, okay. Have you ever met an Italian before? I'm Italian, baby. Full-blooded. You're making it seem like you should be embarrassed with that side. Yeah, I get where yeah. you would get that. You ever see Jersey Shore? Have I? I think they were Polish, though. <laughs> What? No, Snooki is Chilean. She, yeah. she was adopted, but her uh, family has Italian. Where did you get else. Polish from? The ultimate cultural appropriation. Ultimate cultural appropriation. Although I don't know that she ever claims to be Italian. Fair enough. Uh, we guess. Yeah. I guess that's our racism. Yeah, you're being assuming. racist for assuming she was Italian. Just Sorry, she was I never. Ass- I never assumed that. I knew she was Chilean. Did you well, ever watch the show? I watched it. I, all five seasons. We all watched it. five seasons. There are two types of people in this world. People who say or admit that they watch Jersey Shore and fucking liars. No, I watched it. I admitted <laughs> Fair it. Fair enough. Thank you. Anyway, so all of that to say. Polly D. Yeah, Cam's here. Yeah, he's almost 40 and still DJing. That's weird. <laughs> anyway, so I'm mostly Italian. And furthermore, since I wasn't really involved in my father's side of the family, I grew up with my mother's side of the family only. So it was very strong Italian influence. So, like, really strong Catholic influence, loud talkers, talking with their hands, tons of cousins. The list goes on. Oh, how, how are the dinners? Are they huge? Oh, my gosh. They, yes. I want to go to an Italian family dinner. Everyone should go. It is an experience. Um... But I know that's a lot of ambient noise. That's fine. This podcast needs it. You're not going to need forks for mine. Which makes me actually... Okay. Get so angry. Is it breadsticks? No. <laughs> there's so many places. <laughs> there's there's the, little, the little mints that they give you at the end of the meal. <laughs> oh, oh, oh I see. Because you know that I got it from Olive Garden because I didn't make it like a real Italian. The Andes are in Chile, just like Snicky. Anyway. Wow, that's actually a full circle callback. Yeah. Full, full circle. Wow, that's what I do. Anyway, so um, that actually brings me to a good point because I'm assuming that you got forks out because you thought that I was going to be serving you guys some really heavy, starchy meal with um, like a really heavy sauce, like red sauce. I thought that which was Which I'm not. I honestly did not think about it at all. Italian food pyramid. Well, of what you brought. rude of you. No, I just like, I know it would be good no matter what, and I'm excited yeah. to eat it. So, I think it's pretty, like, it's a pretty common misconception that Mediterranean food is only heavy starches, like pasta and things like that, mm-hmm. when in reality, it's actually, at least in my experience with my family, it's actually a lot of fresh produce like fruits and vegetables Mm. a lot of fresh seafood it's really seafood heavy not a lot of red meat contrary to popular belief um it also has olive oil and garlic on everything which i am a huge fan of Mm. um now i mean i still eat those like really heavy italian dishes like my mom makes amazing ziti and stuffed shells and things like that but that's not really like the crux of our family's cooking um so Another thing that I wanted to point out is that I don't know how it is for other cultures specifically, but Italian families, a lot of their food is based on the time of the year. Mm. So, for example, every Christmas, my aunt brings rockfish, um, and I the hate it. heck is that? I, it's just a type of fish, but it's, like, really soft, and huh. I don't love it, but we have to have it. Everyone has to have a piece. We have to have it? 
Chana knife? Did That's you bring not it? what I brought. Oh, no. good. Uh-huh. No. I'm not going to torture you guys A rockfish. Like the one that I brought, I'm really excited about. Um, but also at Easter, we make anise-flavored cookies. Anise? Um, anise, which like, is Like star anise, right? I was, I was thinking, like, your, your sibling's oh. daughter. No. <laughs> it's flavored like a niece. I ground up my niece, put her in some cookies, and it's delicious. No. Her mom loved it. <laughs> it's actually a flavoring that tastes like black licorice, which most people really dislike. But I'm raising my hand, guys. Yeah, most people would. Um, in fact, those were cookies that we would make like dozens and dozens and dozens of every single Easter, and then you let the littler cousins decorate them with like jelly beans and colored glaze and stuff, and it's like a family tradition to even do that. Um, I love those cookies because they taste like Easter to me, but when I was little, if I had friends over and offered them a cookie, they would literally spit them out. Mm-hmm. So Good friends. Yeah, fun tradition. At least they were honest. Um, but the thing that I really wanted you guys to try is something that our family makes every single new year. And the reason that we eat it is because it's believed to give our family good luck. Mm. And it is a calamari. Foot. A calamari. <gasps> Do you guys know what calamari is? It's yes. like squid. It's squid. It's fried squid. Yeah. See, that's kind of funny that you bring that up because I, I guess I normally, and maybe a lot of people normally associate it with Asian dishes. Am I? I would I, agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm honestly not sure. I just know that this is something that my family makes every single year, and I. Oh. I knew you can eat it with your fingers. It's a finger food or yeah. a tentacle Ooh, food. You got, what are these sauces? No, I'm, not, I'm just asking because be you guys can't see it. I think the red sauce is some sort of marinara, mm, we usually don't dip it in anything, but Olive Garden gave me the option, so I was like, sure. Oh, sure. How do you guys feel about it? It's a little cold, but... <laughs> it is cold. You're welcome. But no, it's, it's, I like it. It's good. Yeah. Can it? Do you think it can be kind of served like either or? Is it generally served hot? It's generally served hot because it's a fried dish, but it doesn't have to be. I think it tastes good either way. Olive Garden's is a little bit saltier than mm-hmm. what I would have made, but I just did not have the time to actually make it. I think it kind of all comes down to texture because, like, I feel like the breading is kind of like similar to what you would yeah. get in any. It doesn't um, even taste like squid. Yeah, exactly. It just, Beautiful. It just tastes like I'm eating breading. Which is good. Which is yeah, which what is every American wants. So yeah. you're welcome. Way to properly assimilate into American culture, Italians. Thank you. I think it might have also be been fried when they were back in Italy, but I'm not sure. But I had no idea why this dish was believed to give us good luck. I only knew that ever since I was a child, I had to eat at least one piece of squid during New Year's when my family was serving it, back when it like grossed me out because I, I don't know. Anyway, um, but I looked it up. Why this good. is that's perfectly fine. Um, I looked up the reason why it's believed to be good luck, and the reason why is because it's not even just Italian culture, it's actually a lot of European cultures and even into the Asian world mm-hmm. that's believed to be bad luck to eat anything that um, swims backwards or sideways, like lobsters or crab. So you shouldn't eat that during the new year, but squid huh. swims forward, yeah, because oh. they believe that it would bring you bad luck or it would be, I guess. It would indicate how your year is going to go. And you don't want to go backwards or sideways. You want to go forward. And you believe that? <laughs> My family does. I just got spit off. I saw that food from... But with calamari, so I think that's good luck. Yeah, thank you. Word calamari, is that is that anything? Italian? Is it Italian? It sounds yes. Italian. Is it really? Yes. Wow, I've been deceived so long. Even though nobody told me one way or the other. Think of it this way. Calamari. Calamari. Put your fingers like the boobity bobby. You know what she's doing, guys. You don't, <laughs> you, know need to, you don't need an image. You know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. The old Italian fingers. The old. 
The old so-and-so. Hey, this is pretty off topic, but, well, maybe a little on topic. Uh, octopus. They have eight tentacles. They sure do. Squids have ten. But yes. do you actually know the plural of octopus? Octopuses. Octopuses, right? Not octopi. Pussies. It's, oct- it's actually octopuses. Uh, <laughs> it, it actually comes down to, I forget which is which, but it comes down to the Greek and the Latin. Because um, they're and, pussies. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's often associated with the, I think, but they're l- pussies. L- <laughs> <laughs> Latin. How many times can we fit the word in? <laughs> the word that I hate. <laughs> I hate that word too. I don't hate hearing word. it, I don't like saying it. I just yeah, think it's a enough. funny word. Yeah. It is a. It is a funny word. It's funny a sentence word. enhancer. Um, so is this something that you kind of, uh, zhuzh into sorry, everyday life? I've been eating the whole time. No. I'm going to move that away from me. Um, I'm actually used to exclusively eating it on New Year's. Oh. Yeah. Bonanno. That's, uh, New Year's in Italian. And then Bon Natale is, uh, New Year's, Christmas in Italian. I had an Italian neighbor. It means neighbor. good night. I don't believe you. And then when you meet someone, you, you say, DiGiorno. This feels like we're alienating I mean, listeners already. Manja means eat in Italian. I do remember manja that. Manja familia. Manja, eat your family. Yeah, eat your nieces. My daughter used to say it. Manja. Manja familia. Yeah. I took about cool. five months of Italian, then I stopped. Really? Yes. I've never learned any Italian. I mean, other than like the words of my nonno. Buongiorno. Means hello. Lesson one done. I mean, That'll be thirty-seven dollars. Yeah, I, I only did the the app, mm. and it teaches like sugar and <laughs> some weird stuff. Mm. That, like, why are they teaching me sugar? Sugar. Which did, I did. Uh, who'd want to? I totally next? forgot what it was. Mizuka uh, something. <laughs> You're just Great. pretty accessible to you. Yeah. Okay. You guys, uh, Juan and uh, Juan. Sorry, I'm saying it wrong. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm not trying to insult your yes. culture. Juan <laughs> and Jane. You guys can talk amongst yourself. What I've got here is a authentic Korean dish mm. yes. because I am uh, half Korean, half the good kind, South Korean. Oh, Korea is trending now. I yeah, like. I know, right? It's for so good, trendy for to bad. be Korean. Yeah, I know. They're the, I've always. Is it bad if you stereotype like in the positive direction? Because I feel like they're the best it is dressers. Still racist, but yeah. it's like good racist. They're the yeah. Listen. <laughs> they're the best dressers. I feel like the best dancers definitely. And that's really all I got. Um, I'm sure they have a rich and vibrant culture. I work with a girl that's from Korea. Mm. She's beautiful. That's all I have to say. Okay. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to say, like, Koreans are ugly? <laughs> no, I was saying she's beautiful. Yeah, you're, you, made, you made her, like, stand out. It's like, we got all these ugly ones, but I know this one beautiful one. <laughs> well, you're no, the ugly one. <laughs> no. I was saying I haven't met very many Korean people, and she's one of the Korean people I have met, and she's a beautiful person. So... In conclusion, <laughs> I think Korean people are pretty for the most part. Just like any race or nationality or yeah, people. Yeah, everyone do. is beautiful. And has the potential mm-hmm. to be ugly. Alright, so when I say authentic, I mean like uh, just like what Jane did, pick it up at the local restaurant, the Korean market, which is kind of not too far from here. But it is run by It is run by Koreans. Koreans. Yes, right off the boat. I can, say, I can say that because I'm Korean. And they maybe have ridden on a boat once in their life. I have. Oh, there we go. Haven't we all We're been on a boat people. before? Oh, yeah, true. I, don't I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, okay. You're like coming over. Well, tell us about yourself. All right, so what I got here is um, bulgogi, which is basically, I think it's like the most, how to put this right, 
it's the most like common well-known uh beef in mm-hmm. like korean beef that i probably most of the world knows about the wendy's of the world basically why would you say wendy's well where's the beef it's right here Is that what they're... or the arby's to be more current yeah they've got the, the they've get got your the slogans meat. right yeah well they're both apropos i feel like go ahead hey, talk about your mean? what does that phrase mean appropriate it's a fancier way to say appropriate Let's move on. Let's get into that boogie oogie. <laughs> okay, so you, I mean, you guys got fork. You can try it if you want, mm-hmm. or if you don't, if you don't want to. So, can you say the name of this dish again? Bulgogi. Bul bul bulgogi. Yes, and, and it's a beef dish, right? Yes, it is beef. It's uh, basically just mm. meat. Sorry. With uh, marinated with um, some soy sauce and What's some this? other stuff, which mm. I don't know. That is kimchi, which is I've never had kimchi. Fermented cabbage mm. with spices. Kimchi is also in, I feel like. You want to hear a funny story? I sure do. Uh, the first time I went to Korea, which I was maybe, I was very young, I don't remember what age I was, but a lot of Koreans uh, make their own kimchi um, on their houses. I don't know if you guys, uh, if, you, if you don't know, uh, many Korean homes, uh, there's not a lot of land up there where people live, so a lot of them have, if they don't live in an apartment, they have a home that has a wall around it mm. for privacy, hmm. and that's pretty common everywhere. In Korea, unless you're like super famous, I guess if you're Psy or whatever. Um, <laughs> the one so, so my grandparents, the one and only. My grandparents, they lived on the kind of like the corner of a, a block next to a American military base, but that's besides the point. So they have a wall around their house, and there's always on the outside. There's kind of like a stair. There's usually stairs that go to different levels, mm-hmm. and um, Ooh, kimchi spicy. My grandparents would always my my grandmother, um, she would cook or make. Uh, kimchi and she'd have like a bunch of like 20 pots up there making kimchi Whoa. and um i didn't know what they were when i was that young i went up there and uh when it was raining i opened up all the pots and i uh, didn't close them and oh, I, ru- I ruined all her kimchi and she was really mad this sounds like it's from a movie <laughs> <laughs> but it's real that's pretty cool yeah I have why a- did you just open all the pots You're like, what's this what's this i didn't i was little i don't know <laughs> now since it's fermented cabbage the kimchi or right fermented yes. cabbage um, I'm guessing she was making that. Those were like kimchi stores. Like she was making those for like to ferment like throughout the year. Like that was a year's store or something. No, it was like hers. Oh, she ate it herself. Oh. Right, but that I mean, sounds like yeah, a lot of kimchi for her family. Good for you. Yeah, cleans you out. Probably clears I mean, the sinuses. I mean, it's pretty spicy. Everyone, everyone makes kimchi up there, so it's like you're not selling it. It's like you can just make your own. Mm. <laughs> um, what is this? That is. Um, it's just tofu. Actually, I'm sorry. Tofu. I'm sorry. It's it's fish. It's like a tofu. It's fish. It looks like the like calamari a little bit, just unfried. It looks like the calamari before it was fried, like it's still on the squid. Mm. But this it's fishy. is bomb. Mm-hmm. This is so good. Wow. Mm. We're eating this very cleanly and civilized. Yeah, I'm not dropping it all over myself <laughs> at all. Mm-mm. Wish you guys could see this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. Growing up, um, my my mom is uh, she was from uh, Jinhae, South Korea, mm-hmm. which is almost at the very southern point of South Korea, like ni- right next to the ocean. And um, my dad was in the Navy, and he was stationed over in Korea, and that's where he met my mom, because she worked at a convenience store on the military base, and he went in there, and he's like, oh, you're cute. 
Oh, it's like the quintessential love story. Yeah, this is also like a movie. <laughs> and my mom kept like turning him down. It's like, no, just like I heard about you, American men. Oh, <laughs> but then finally he wore her down, and she's like, okay, I'll go on a date with you. And were their families warring against each other? Was it like a forbidden love or no, something? No, but like that? My, my my grandparents in Korea well, were like, hey, with me. don't gonna... don't marry this American men man. Men in the navy are like, yeah, it's like yeah. you're gonna marry him or you're gonna get with them, and then you're gonna knock, uh, they're gonna knock you up, and then they're gonna leave yeah, you. The you're old... just gonna make a John Doe with me, and then run away. The old hey, bulgogi. <laughs> The old kimchi and the bulgogi. Feels like we're writing a movie here. I just keep going. It's forbidden love. It is a really nice story, though. Mm. And then, um, so yeah, my mom was from uh, South Korea, and uh, so I'm uh, 50% uh, Korean, and then the other percents are a mix of European stuff. Most of it's Scottish and French. Mm. But um, yeah, growing up, it was very interesting growing up with a Korean mother, because... Uh, I never knew whether I was going to like dinner or not, <laughs> because I like Korean food, but not all of it. Oh. So what are it, Korean foods that you don't like? Um, oh, gosh. What part of your culture is not yummy? I mean, a lot of it... Okay, I'll say the stuff I didn't like was the stuff my mom didn't know what to make for dinner that night. So she threw a bunch of, like, Korean spices together and oh, crap God. together. So I don't think it was really Korean food, but it had, like, <laughs> Korean spices in it. In your mom's defense, I feel like all mothers are guilty of this. And we could all say, I don't, I don't really like that dish uh, from my own yeah, culture. I'm not, I'm not crazy about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. This is literally just uncooked rice. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> I can get that anywhere. <laughs> but I prefer that rice, though. Yeah, this is good rice. It is. It's so like, good. There's Korean rice that has beans in it, mm-hmm. red beans, and I hate that. Well, this rice is nice and sticky. It holds together very well. I haven't had white rice in so long. Oh, it's so much better than This, for some reason, I know it sounds weird, like I just started eating it, but it's, it feels like it'll be more filling and more substantial. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty cool. What a classic love story between <laughs> two unlikely people to have met. And then now we have John because of it. Hey, uh, Thank you, and South Korea. The world's kimchi has been ruined because of him. But we still enjoy it <laughs> in remembrance. R.I.P. Juan has brought over some food, and uh, Juan, you explain what you brought over. Uh, well, um, as we have made mention of several times, in good taste, obviously, obviously. Um, I am a Mexican-American. I think they call it a Chicano. I'm not really up on all the lingo of my people. It's fine. Um, but, yeah, before I get to the food, um, just a little bit of background on my family and my, my heritage. My... Should you be squishing it around like that? It's just like... I'm going to squish it around. Where's my heritage? Yeah, you guys can hear. Um, the oh, they're going to love that. Yeah. Um, so my dad was born in Mexico. He was born in a place called Ensenada uh, in Baja, California. And that's kind of just like the tip of California. Still like, Mexico. Like the Baja men. Yes, they have many dogs there that have been let out. Uh, it's a problem. <laughs> the song that is about ugly women. Did you know that? I, are they really? Yeah. Wait, is it? The song, if you listen to the lyrics, is about them like going out and they're like singing about how there's nothing but like ugly women out who let the dogs out. Oh, the dogs Isn't are. That it's fucked. A, up? Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I mean, it's mm. fucked up, but it's. I mean, yeah. It's, kind of, it's, it's, it's like mind blown. Should I hear something a little bit? Anyway. It'll be okay. Um, but yeah, my dad is from Ensenada, Baja, California. And when he was about maybe five or six, him and his sister were adopted by a white Italian family. Hey! Which, I'm not going to go into that, but I have an Italian last name. You it is... Me. We're going to beat that. <laughs> that's a 
Italian? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, of Isn't course. Isn't that annoying? I don't have an Italian last name because my stupid dad's dad was Polish anyway. Yeah, but I also I run Scottish into a lot of friends who are white who speak fluent Spanish. And every time somebody comes up to me and starts speaking Spanish, I just say, hey, it's this person here that you need to speak to, not me. Uh, so sorry. White people can speak Spanish. It's 2018. But you know, I'm just I feel a little like I could probably speak Spanish earlier than that. A little bit bitter. No. But my dad was adopted, so um, he, him, and his sister kind of lost their culture because it was really just them two, uh, and lost their language. And unfortunately, because of that, I didn't really get that. Um, so really, the way I uh, engage with my culture on any level is through food. My dad would always make burritos, just his very like kind of American sensibility sort of way, um, and I loved it. And recently, recently, uh, recently, as in like maybe the past couple years, my mom bought some sausage, and she's not Mexican, but she bought some sausage casings um, that were full of chorizo, um, and I feel like chorizo has become like such a trend now. Yeah, don't choke on it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a reference to the Disney Pixar film Coco, in theaters now, just kidding, it's on <laughs> Netflix. Oh, I watched that. Yeah, it's Sorry, great. That's I kept saying chorizo. The best, I cried. Hey, Juan. We all did. What? Can you show me your best grip? Oh. My best greeter. <laughs> it sounded like it came from your soul. It, it's like it, it was did. in there waiting. Honestly, Here's there are a couple other things waiting um, to come out, <laughs> and I think the trees. The I think the trees will bring it out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think trees is kind of coming into you know it's in vogue. Chipotle had it, which maybe that's not so in vogue. Uh, How fucking dare you? Yeah, the, well, Chipotle doesn't serve it anymore. Maybe maybe that's why God's fury is upon them, and they're getting all these like. Diseases and E. coli. They and, took away the chorizo. Because they did took they away the chorizo. Away? They did. It was there, and now it's not. I think it's because it's not ethically sourced. Because they're killing mm. pigs the wrong way. <sighs> All animals that we eat in the United States are killed horrifically. But that is for another episode. Have yeah. You, have you? Uh, have Don't you, make the chorizo suffer for it. Juan, have you ever been to uh, El Jefe downtown? I the best fish tacos. certainly have, and their chorizo is actually super good. Okay, I just want to get your opinion on it. I don't really get the fish tacos. I'm not a huge seafood fan, but also you get to buy them in threes, so I'm not. About oh that. yeah, that's true. Because my hair, I never even realized how big of a seafood fan I was until I started dating my current boyfriend. And he was mm. like, "You're basically a pescatarian." Ooh. I'm not against eating other meats, but Fancy. like when I cook for myself every week, it's mostly like fish and shrimp and stuff. So what chorizo is? Um, it's do it's, we want to know? Uh, <laughs> it's it's pretty vague as is all sausage and kind of meat products. Can we take a picture of this and post it on our social media? We this sure this can. looks great right now. We sure can. It looks sure way better can. than what Where is my, Jane brought. My telephono. That is. Spanish. But chorizo actually, I don't know that it originates. Oh, I think it does actually originate in Spain. Actually, if you want to know where it originated, you should go to the biblioteca. Ooh. <laughs> does that stand for library? Chorizo. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> library. Um, but it originates in Spain, I think because, you know, those dreaded colonizers coming over to the Americas, um, they brought over the most amazing sausage. So if there's any good part to, you know, systematic oppression, it's that when we now have a chorizo. Um, and, and chorizo's delicious. Systematic oppression. And diseases. <laughs> and diseases. Not from the chorizo, though. Um, <laughs> Maybe from the chorizo. But it, it kind of comes in a couple different forms. There's dry cured chorizo, so that's something you might serve with, like, a cheese dish or something like that. Um, it, uh, it also comes in links. Um, I bought links, but we're just going to work with the crumbles today. I love the crumbles. Um, I mix them with a lot of things, and I think that's one thing that chorizo trumps over other sausage uh, sausages is that it's super-duper versatile. I mix it with my eggs every morning um, for a nice 
kind of breakfast burrito dish. And that's what we're gonna work with here. We got the crumbles and we mix them with the eggs and it is just super delicious. And a little tip for you guys, we have some Valentina hot sauce. Um, and this is great because it's not too spicy. It's got a nice consistency, it's super thick. Um, it's very flavorful. And I get it for like 99 cents at the supermarket. Uh, Patrice also is super flavorful, has a nice tang to it. Not, uh, it's, they call it spicy sausage, but it's not super spicy. Maybe for the uninitiated, it is. AKA the whites. Just kidding. That's controversial. I will say, Juan, this looks amazing, and this is more cooking than I've ever done in my life. Mm. Well, did you cook this? No. Oh, that's weird that you take credit for my dish, you colonizer. What? I didn't say it. I didn't say it. So good. <laughs> talking about it. I said it looks delicious, and I never cooked. This is more cooking than I've ever done. That's fair. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Oh, you can keep. Oh, she took a picture, and we're in it. Hey, look, yeah, it look has... at our look at our elbows and try to guess who we are. Exactly. But um, as you guys go ahead and dig in, okay. um, hopefully you like it. Uh, my entire cultural pride rises upon right, whether right. or not you like it. How do you? Is it just a taco? Like, yeah, it's actually. Worse. I'm serving on a corn tortilla. I'm gonna burrito it, so I, I am gonna turn this into a burrito if you don't mind. That is okay. Uh, if your little fingers can handle. The foldage I and the breakage. That's fair. I apologize. So I usually do this in a burrito. We're doing the corn tortillas just because I feel like the chorizo usually go pairs well with corn mm -hmm. instead of flour. Um, I actually did learn how to make the perfect scrambled egg from Gordon Ramsay on YouTube, oh. of course. I didn't get to meet him, unfortunately. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, keys to the perfect scrambled eggs. Um, I think you put milk in there, right? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Cook on a medium heat. Uh, stir constantly. And then, once you're uh, maybe about half consistency, half fluffy, what you're going to do is you're going to cut off that heat mm. and use the heat of the pan to cook the rest of the way. Wow. That is really good. That is so good. That's so good. Perfect scrambled egg. And, therefore, the perfect chorizo mix. Way less corn uh, chorizo. I don't even love a corn tortilla. Mm-hmm. And this is good. This oh. Is that is the most delicious We have a convert. I put too much hot sauce on this, though. Um, but yeah, uh, so you guys liked it. Yeah. Therefore, I am validated. And so are all the Mexican people. Pray. All the Mexico. Aside with. Viva, Viva la Mexico. Mexico! And Italia. Sorry, you go yeah. ahead. Mm. I think it's also Viva Italia. Mm -hmm. Viva know. Korea! <laughs> I don't think I, I don't. I don't know. Live Korea. <laughs> so I know that we decided that we're going to maybe do a different podcast topic episode every week. Mm -hmm. But gosh, I'm really tempted to just keep doing this food thing. It it's going to turn into a food podcast, though. Delicia oh, this is a bit. Sorry. I did not catch that. <laughs> God, women have no sense of humor. <laughs> Except for that one chick that you mentioned, Eliza. Eliza Schlesinger! Everyone go watch her new special. Oh, I like the way she spells her name. Couldn't spell it if I wanted to. Yeah, she didn't it, make up. Gundam my head, I would not. Uh, Gundam? Gundam? I like Wait. Gundam. Gundam? Yeah, Gundam. My head. Gundam style. <laughs> hey. I stole that joke. No, honest. I think he's Chinese. He's Is he Korean? Korean. Who are we talking about? Callback. Sorry. Mm -hmm. nice. Oh, yeah, it's Korean. All right, guys. Well, we've tried food on for size. Uh, I think it went pretty well as, it as, went a, well. as a podcast well. episode. It well. Mm -hmm. I'm full. Same. Of content. So let's let's empty ourselves out and uh, see about picking another podcast topic. Empty yourself out. I don't know. The, the chorizo. Yeah. I gotta poop out this chorizo. That's Little a better. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. Uh, Jane, do you want to give the the wheel? I of sure do. Identity of spin. Give that bean a flick. Okay. I quit this podcast. <laughs>
What's that say? Entertainment. Woo! So that means, like, I guess, music. Or TV. Or movies. Uh, why don't we go with TV? Ooh, okay. Does anybody That's watch good. anything good? I don't watch TV anymore. Oh, great. This will be oh, a great episode. Yeah. No, I got, I got Netflix and Hulu. TV? Obviously, that's what we mean, TV shows. We're talking Community, Parks and Rec, The Office. Westworld, that I am yeah. going to get around to. I like how you said Community and Parks and Rec Vikings first. I've been watching Vikings lately. Ragnar Lothbrok can get it today, tomorrow. He should have gotten it yesterday. That I'm boy. confused as to what it is. Are we talking about Chorizo? I think, you know. I think you know. Okay. I have no idea what you're on about. Anyways. Anyway. A Viking? <laughs> Vikings. We'll get into it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright guys, definitely be sure to follow us on all the pertinent social media. That includes Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, and that's all we have for now. We're still working some things, working some kinks out, but right now you can follow us on Instagram at idcrisispod, at idcrisispod. Twitter uh, will most likely be the same, but we're still working, like I said, we're working some kinks out with that. You can email us with any questions or comments. Uh, at idcrisispod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Patreon at Identity Crisis Podcast. Uh, we just want to give. Your money. Yeah, give us your money, please. Um, that's going to help us maybe get some better equipment, get some better sound here, and go on some crazy adventures. I just want to give a special shout out to Dustin Phelps uh, for all the art and branding. Uh, you can follow him at dustinphelps.design on Instagram and find all his cool artwork. Uh, we also want to thank Evan Quarles for our. Really cool theme song. See you guys later. See you later. Bye. Bye. Yum.